Hey, Brian, guess what's this weekend? It's that time. It's time. It's the East, East River Comics and Collectibles show. Yes, this weekend at the uh, American Legion in Enfield. You will be there, I understand. And you will be there, too. I will be. I'll be at the door. I'll be greeting everybody as they come in. He's a bouncer. With this smile, we'll be greeting everybody at 8.30 in the morning. I'll be wide awake and greeting everybody. You're going to be late. They come in. You won't be there on time. I'll be there on time. You won't. I will. I will be. Yes. I, uh, tons of comics. I'm going to tons of new comics, uh, newer comics, and uh. Uh, that's all I'm bringing is comics this time. Cool. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. A lot next, of stuff. Yeah. Next week, I'll be talking about my other show, but please join us this Sunday at 9 a.m.'s early bird for three bucks. 10 a.m. Yes. is a dollar to 3 p.m. at the American Legion in Enfield, Connecticut. Um, the, East Win- the East of the River comic book collectible show. Please yes. join us. It's going to be a great time. A lot of cool stuff. You got toys and comics and some great finds. So, all sorts of down. stuff. Check it out. Come on down. See Brian and myself. Matt Ryan will be there and a bunch of other uh, friends of the show. So, we'll see you this Sunday, 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 East River Comics and Collectible Show, Enfield, Connecticut, at the American Legion. Welcome, it's Geekonomics. We're back. It's another Monday. It's another show. Brian's here. I'm here. We're going to talk everything that happened in the fall in the past week. We had finales for Peacemaker, finale for Vox Machina, and a bunch of other stuff we're going to talk about as well. I'm sure Brian has tons of news for everybody to listen to. I'll be there as well. Um, so, Brian, how's things? How are you? How has your week been? Well, Mark, I'm glad you asked, as I say every week. Yes. Uh, it'd be funny if I ever said, I wish you didn't ask. And then I just gave That'd you really no, bad news. There'd be no point in having the show. I know. So, and then I just laid it. I just like gave you like the most depressing news of all time. That would be sad. Be Let's weird. not do that. Let's not do that. Yeah. Um, you, you have depressing news. I don't want to hear it. Not on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so we should be uh, happy. I, I don't know. We should be having sales. We should be go shopping. I bought new shoes yesterday because of presents. I didn't even know. It was President's Day. I totally forgot about it. You only know because there's a sale going on. Yeah. No, I Mattresses. Found a, Mattress sales. Shoe I found sales. a Skechers outlet in West Springfield. I, or, I didn't even know it was there. We have one in Enfield now. Oh, do you? Yes. Mm. Where? Uh, where the, um, the plaza there. Uh, uh, not ShopRite. Um, what's it now? Is it still ShopRite? It's ShopRite. Yeah, yeah ShopRite. ShopRite, yeah. Oh, in that plaza, like yeah. down by like the Burlington side, like yeah. where the Walgreens used to be. Yeah. Oh. And we have a men's warehouses there now too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's been there forever. It's the old blockbuster. No, not men's warehouse. 
Burlington Coat Factory. Burlington Coat Factory. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 That moved from down on Route Five. Still nowhere. Yeah. I don't even know why it was there for all that time. It was like a hidden gem of Enfield. Yeah, it was. You didn't even know it was there. Yeah, I know. I anyway, it's East Windsor technically, but whichever. Anyway, anyway, uh, this week I did finally finish Why the Last Man graphic novel, and it wrecked me. It it's a tough fuck, one. It fucking wrecked me, man. I I choked up. It's a fantastic ending. Mm. Um, a lot of crazy shit it goes down. I don't want to ruin it. I suggest I mean, it's reading been it. Almost 20 years now. Yeah, so but you sure. know what? Don't I, I don't want to root for anybody who's never read it. Go, go read it. Oh, I know, it. but I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure it's like been read by many people. It's yeah. not like some random thing you found. Yeah, but I mean, people are good, new generations are going to discuss Oh, I know, it. I'm just saying, yeah. So it's like, yeah. Um, and if you've never read a graphic novel, and you, I suggest jump into that one because whew, it is yeah. good. Um, I did see on Friday, you were supposed to join me, but I knew you wouldn't. I saw Uncharted, uh, which was really good. Uh, I totally forgot about it, honestly. Uh-huh. No, um, I'll admit, I totally forgot until you text, until you messaged the group about the, the theater. I was like, oh, shit, that was what I was supposed to do today. I knew there was something I was supposed to do with Brian, well, but I remember what it was. Anyway, it was, I, my, my review, I give it an eight, eight, almost nine, um, wow. because it was a fun freaking flick. It was also on the Brian scale. So it's like the Brian scale is always hold a on. Bit hold on, hold on. I love the Uncharted games. They are amazing. I re yeah. I just replayed four and Lost Legacy, which are phenomenal. Mm. Going into this, I had low expectations because I was not too keen on Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg portraying these two characters. Yeah. Now I left the theater going, they nailed the feel of these characters. They're mm. not they didn't have to look like them. Yeah. But they gave me that feeling that I could. I, now I, I get it. They, it's their own thing. But they did a great job at it. Yeah. I, 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 I can't. If it sucked, I would have walked out and been like, ah. But I walked out with a smile on my face. It was action packed. The movie was never boring. Mm -hmm. um, it was a great action adventure flick. Um, it had great, it had subtle humor. It was just, it was never boring. It was always a fun watch. Tom Holland is just like amazing. Um, and they had a Nolan North cameo who plays the voice of Nathan Drake, mm. which was, was, was awesome. Uh, the girl who plays Chloe nailed that character. She looked just like the character from the game. So there were some characters that looked like characters from the game, but I loved it. I really yeah. loved it, and I hope they make another one. And it was number one at the box office this weekend. Tom Holland has now two two movies in the top two big three movies, uh, back to back number yeah. ones. Um, so what I really, I, I really want to tell you about this MGM. I went, I I get there. There is yeah. no like I've never been to the no wayfinding whatsoever. Yeah, it's just a sign that says Regal. But yeah. there's no door that says come in here. You have to yeah. go through the casino. Yeah. So my first time going to this casino. So I walk in and I, I'm reading the sign. Yeah, that you can call a casino. I mean, it's really just a slot parlor. Still at the casino. It's pretty, yeah. pr it's very nice. I yeah. mean, I would love to be there in the summertime when everything's bustling and there's a band playing. Yeah. So I go there and it's upstairs. Yes. I go upstairs. 
they got a nice bar for mm-hmm. food and yep. liquor. You go down, it's a beautiful place. Um, and it blew my mind how big these screens were. Yeah. Every screen was ginormous. The seats were comfortable as all hell. And I'm just kind of like so jealous what a beautiful theater that is. And you go to Enfields <laughs> and it's like a shit show. Um, yeah. yeah. And, it, it, you know, it took me 15 minutes to get there. Yeah. My way. I mean, yeah. um, the great thing is I went to an early showing parking. That sucks. I got there. there, there everyone was, in Springfield parks there. There was nobody parked in the little parking area. When yeah. I left, the place was packed. Yeah. Um, because everyone's gambling, eating. Well, Walmart. not even that. The gimmick, right is, there. the gimmick is that um, the town didn't realize. I don't know if MGM didn't realize this. The town didn't realize this when they built the place. Uh, the casino, it's free parking. Yeah, it should be. It's always free parking. Yeah. So what the sneaky people of Springfield have decided, like even people who work in downtown Springfield, just park at the casino. Yeah, but this is nighttime. I know what I'm saying. Like during the day, even like if you go there, like during the day, the park, the garage is full, and there's like hardly anyone inside the place because everyone well, that works in town within walking I didn't go in the garage. Parks at the casino. I didn't go in the garage. I went to this little tiny uh, across from Red Rose. It was next to the where the where they have the bands. It was next oh, to the like, okay. Kringle yeah, yeah. candle. There's this Kringle candle and pouring yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, I never. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I would love to be yeah. there with nicer weather. Um, but anyway, it was a great cool place um i like the theater a lot yeah um i'm glad i went early because there was a decent amount of people there already yeah it was like three o'clock showing um 3 30 um anyway uh i did that and um i watched two more episodes of murderville and conan o'brien has been the best episode so far uh, yeah kumel um was really good second best uh we watched one with ann murphy it was all right. It, yeah. it had a one good moment, but I feel like if you're not a comedian on that show, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's a tough really one. Know what's going on? Each episode is very different, but yeah. it's a fun watch. It's because at the end, I like to guess yeah. who the killer is because you you get clues. Yeah, and then the guest has to guess who the killer is. So yeah. I like look. It's going to be that person. It's going to be that person. Mm. Um, so that's fun, but uh, definitely watch it. But that Conan O'Brien episode, nothing can. Pairs to it. It was the funniest one so far. Yeah. You know, if you um, like that, a show you might want to check out. It's more of a it's a game show more than anything. It's on ABC. Craig Ferguson hosts it. It's called The Hustler. The Hustler. <clears throat> the Hustler, yeah. And it's all um like there's four people, and one of them is the hustler, and their like job is to get through the whole game. I mean, they survived the whole game. And like you vote, like the four people vote out individual people as the game goes on. Mm-hmm. But the hustler always stays. And then it ends up with being like three people. And the three people have to like decide like who the hustler is. And the, like there's like clues all during the game and everything. And like the the, you, the people in the, like we watching the show don't know who it is either. Yeah. So Claire and I basically sit there and we're like trying to figure out who the person is and which one's which. And what do they do though? Like I know what, they what answer is- like trivia questions. Oh, uh, okay. okay. And it all pertains to like the hustler, and it's all they have like stuff that they are into and stuff like that. So it gives you clues as the thing goes on, and then like in the hustler, like we'll try to miss some questions that throw people off their game, and 
Yeah. Different things. It's really interesting. Huh. It's a real interesting concept. I'll check it out. It's on ABC? Yeah. It's also on the Hulu. So, yeah, yeah, that's what, well, yeah. that's all I have. I'll have to check yeah. it out. Um, yeah, it's like I think they're like a couple seasons in now, but it's it's pretty good. And Craig Ferguson doesn't even know as the host. Like they like that yeah. was his whole thing. Was I don't even want to know who it is either, because I want to be trying to figure it out during the whole game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I did finish Cowboy Bebop. I want to go through it real quick, but yeah. I'll let you go. How was your week? And then we'll go to Cowboy Bebop after that, because that's gonna uh, be. Pretty, pretty quiet week. Nothing crazy uh, over the weekend. Uh, like I just sent you guys last week. I don't know if I mentioned it last week after Valentine's Day, but Claire got me the R2-D2 Lego yes. Star Wars. You did mention it, I believe. Uh, model, the big one. Yeah. And, uh, How long did it take you? Seven hours. See, I would have took, I would have, it, it would have taken me a couple weekends. I would have worked on it and then came uh, back. I can't do that because I would just be thinking about it the whole time. You were on a roll, huh? Well, yeah, once you get into it, you can't stop. I know, I know. It gets addicting. Yeah. Because I thought about that. Because we, like, I started, we, like, did some things on Saturday, ran around, did some stuff. And then, like, I got home and I'm, like, thinking, like, all right, I'm going to start this thing. I started around 5 o'clock. And I texted you right before yeah. I started it. Yeah. 13 bags plus the little mini bags inside the bags. So probably a total of, like, 30 bags. Jesus. Total. Uh, started at 5 o'clock. Took a break. For like a little bit to have something to eat then went back to it finished it around one wow i just couldn't stop it's huge like there it is, is it's, there. A, it's a foot tall and yeah there it, it is on the shelf there i had to move that shelf to make room for it right yeah to adjust the space because it was too tall for the yep. shelf where it was so i had to move it down to make it room make it fit but so does this head turn a head turn head turns there is a, a a part that comes off the, the head where there's a lightsaber that can come out oh uh and then there's on the back there's a the antenna part comes up and spins around oh that's cool it's got the little things on the chest where the the like little arm droid oh. little arms come out does it wheel like does it doesn't wheel there's okay. no wheels on it all right that's kind of a good thing but it does have the thing like the the bottom leg extends like in and out like you can set it up so it's two legs or you can set up with the three. Oh, we gotta have a three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of detail. It is a lot. It's, it's a like, lot. It's all the inner work. It's workings. like a Technic Lego, like the ones that are like the mechanical. Yeah. Lego, and it's like a regular Star Wars one. So there's like a lot of inside. Like it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> i hate okay this has happened to you when you're building and you for some reason you misinterpret the instructions and you're yes. off by a thing and then you got to take something apart yes but then you have to take one thing thought. apart and then you have to take another thing apart because that thing is on top of that thing oh yeah I hate and this that. one well at least now they give you that orange like separator which is yeah. like yes. i have like thousands of them now because yeah. like each end. one comes with this thing and it's yeah. a lifesaver yeah i mean it's great yeah, it is um, but yeah, no, there's, there's, and it's tough with this one because it's the dark blue of the, the coloring of the droid Yeah, is like on the paper. It's really tough to decipher, like which, which is which. Yeah. If it's like a, like a, like a turn or just a regular, there's a lot of little pieces too. A lot of like ones and twos and 
Oof. I want to get yeah. one. I gotta. I, I'm gonna yeah, try to get one this summer. It's a, it's a it's an experience. It was. It was a. It was a project. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, and then on Sunday, because uh, Jeremy Wise helps put on the show over at the Big E. Yeah. Um, the RV and camping show was this weekend at the Big E. It's going on today still, actually at the Big E. Wow. So Jeremy Wise gave us a couple tickets to come check it out because I've always been telling him like I want to see this thing. I want to like experience this because I've never been to it before. And he's always like works on it and talks about it all the time. So went and checked it out. That is a whole world I had no idea about. RVs. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. It's a rabbit hole, man. Yeah. And there's That's cool. I would love massive to have money going on. Yeah. There's people buying RVs right there at the show. Oh, of course. This went awesome. one, it was $50,000. Wow. And it was, uh, it had like a king size bed in the front. And then the back had like a full size living room with an island. Like oh a my god. Island how, how big was this thing? How could you drive it? Was it was huge. It was a trailer. You had to pull this thing somewhere. Jesus. And I was telling the Claire as we were walking around, I was like, I don't think I ever could do the trailer part. Like I can never do the trailer thing. I'd always be worried I'd set it up wrong and it would come off or fall off or something. Yeah, yeah. So like I would probably have to do like the the actual driving ones like has like the, yeah. the front like regular car part and then the rest of the camper behind you thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, those things are awesome. awesome. Winnebago's yeah. RV. Yeah, no, the Winnebago had a whole booth just Winnebago's. Yeah. There's all these different campgrounds and everything. But yeah, it was quite the experience. I would suggest if you're into camping at all. I would say check out. The, I mean, let's be honest. It's not really camping. You're just actually, bringing, yeah, because that was my thing. The hotel I said to Claire as we were walking through it, I'm like, this says it's a camping and RV show. This is just an RV show, really. really. It's not like there's a... Camping is in a tent. This is, you're bringing your hotel with you. I mean, let's yeah, be honest. I, don't, I, I can never tent. I tented when I, like, my parents took us tenting, camping. Yeah, that's we real younger. camping. And uh, there were six of us in my family, and we were young. God, I can't think. I had to be like 10 or 12. Yeah. Uh, around that age. And my parents bought a six-person tent. And a huge air mattress. And that one night like no in fun. New Hampshire, we all slept in one tent on one huge air mattress. Oh, my God. It was the worst experience of my life. And I don't think I'll ever be able to tent ever. Because it sounds of that. horrible. One person yeah. moves that air mattress moves. Oh, it's it's not, the worst. Yeah. It's also six people. And there was like Mariah was like really little. So there's like four kids, two adults. <laughs> not fun. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah, that, that's no fun. Yeah. I've never been a big like my parent my dad was a huge camper when we were younger. Like we'd always do the tenting thing. And I think one time we stayed in my grandparents' trailer in New Hampshire somewhere. And I was like, this is, I'm, I'm a trailer person. I'm definitely not a, not a, not not a, not a tent. Staying in a trailer is so much better. Come on. I mean, like a bed, a bed. Yeah. 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 You need a bed. Yeah. I need a bathroom. I need like actual things. There's a reason we built these things. We didn't like (laughs) ancestors did that. I don't need to like get in touch with them. Yeah. Yeah. 
they did, they what, went through all this came, stuff so we didn't have to sleep in tents. Yeah, if they came back, guess what? They're not going to go back to that tent. They're not going to be like, why am I going to go stay in this wood this wood building? I'm going to go live in a house somewhere. Yeah, I'm not gonna exactly. Go in it's so silly. Not in the military. Why are you tenting? Or glamping. Or glamping. Yeah. Well, that's a Francia thing. Francia is a glamper. Uh, no, that's a that's a real thing. People do. I know. They go into a yurt somewhere. Yeah. Or wigwam or teepee, whatever they call it. Wigwam. wigwam. Um, no one's wigwamming anymore. Why not? Ah, let's bring wigwamming back. I don't know why. I love that word. Wigwam. I remember I learned that in like fourth grade. We learned about wigwams or some Indian or yeah. some uh, Native Americans. The wigwam. And I was like, that's a word. That's a word. It is a great word. It's a great word. We should wigwam. bring it back. We're bringing wigwam back. <laughs> I'm going to go wigwamming this weekend. Just going to use it for everything. Yeah. Man, I had a wigwam kind of weekend. Yeah, a wigwam. What does that mean? I don't know. It's crazy. It's it was crazy. all over them. It was wigwam, man. Um, all right, Mark. Well, I'm glad you had a great weekend. Sounds uh, sounds very exciting. Yeah. Um, good time. So I finished Cowboy Bebop and I have so many thoughts. And yes. I don't want to dwell on it. I don't, I'm not. I, I don't I'm not coming here to be a negative Nancy. Um I do have thoughts. Why is um, Nancy get pegged with that? What did I she ever do? Because she's always negative. What do you want from me? Ugh. I don't know who this Nancy person is, but she's I don't know. How did she get stuck with it? All right. So what about what, negative Nelly or something like that. <laughs> negative Nelly. So what I'm thinking is I have I have pros and cons and I have a final thought. I okay, will Jerry Springer. Yes. I will say my pros and cons. And if you have anything to add to what I just said, I will do it. If not, that's the whole, that's the whole business model of the show. Right. If you don't, if if I said it good and you're like, yeah, I agree. Well, we'll just continue on. Now I want to say that I did watch, you know, when the show first dropped, I'm a person who likes to watch the, uh, read the original material or watch the anime. You know, we and heard. I watched, talked about it before. I watched the entire anime and I fell in love with it. I love the soundtrack, love the characters. I loved everything yes. it did. It was, it basically, I'm not an anime person, but my God, I understand why this anime yeah. is so beloved. Okay. Yeah. I get that. And I, I'm glad I will say this is a, this is an asterisk on this whole thing. I'm glad a live action thing did happen to motivate me to watch that anime. So I give, I, 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 I there's a plus right there. Okay. Here are my pros. The cast. The casting um, is Mustafa Shikari as yes. Jet was spot on. His voice was identical. Almost. Identical. Yeah. He played the part perfectly. Yeah. Um, I thought John Cho as Spike was as close as you're going to get to yeah, you're gonna, yeah you can't get much better than that um he played it cool he played it laid back he, yeah he he knew that character i you yeah. know and he i was a fan of the the, the anime you can tell yeah. uh daniela who played Faye. um yeah. not saying her the writing for her but she played that character well i have no i thought she did a great job too yeah even the kid who played Edward at the very end, as much as Ugh. Edward's not my favorite, he nailed Edward. He did. And the kid, come to find out, was a huge Cowboy Bebop fan. And this was his first acting job. And this was, Ugh. he was ecstatic. So yeah. I don't want to shit on him for that because it's a kid. First he also of all. had like, what, like one scene? Yeah. It, it's, first of all, it's a kid. 
He yeah. nailed the look. He sounded just like Edward. That's yeah. Edward. Who knows what him. we were going to get with the second season. Right. Now, I like people can shit on that all they want, but it's just like, that's how Edward was in the anime. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, folks. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I give it a plus in my book. Okay. Yeah. Those are pros. He's also in one scene. So you can't like. Yes. Right. <clears throat> you can't give blame him for the, the show not being good. Yeah, had you know, he he has no relevance to no. this show being canceled no. at all. No, um, I thought the music was awesome because they brought back uh, Yoko, yeah. uh, the original composer. Yeah, um, the music, the soundtrack, I listen to it constantly. I love the soundtrack. Mm. Um, surprisingly enough, I did as much as I have problems with some of the aspects. I did enjoy episode nine the history of uh, Spike and Vicious. Yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was because at that point, that's all I just told myself. This is a different beast, Brian. Um, and I actually enjoyed that episode for what it was. Um, and that wasn't my favorite episode, but I did enjoy it. Um, well, here, let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Did you think your uh, feelings towards the show were different knowing this was it like if you had watched it before they canceled it uh no i i still you have... think you would have had different feelings towards the show no no because i didn't like some of the writing and choices they took i thought it was a mistake for what they did well i'll get to that i'll get to that okay. that's a good question hold on um the first episode was my favorite episode of the whole series yeah, it was the closest only, to the anime of all of them because it was a very close copy to the yeah. very first episode in yeah. the movie. Um, now the cons, no, well, before I go to the cons, pros, uh, you anything you got to add to the pros? Uh, for Positive. me, the pros, the uh, CG was really well done for a Netflix show. You know, some of them you get kind of hokier, like uh. That Jupiter show, which I can never remember the name of. Yeah. Uh, like the bad wigs, stuff like that. So Netflix is not always the best for that kind of stuff. Um, this one was good. Uh, it, I think it captured the feel of the anime. You know, in like the, the relationships of the characters and everything. Like that feeling of them like in the show and to this was pretty well similar to me. Um, like you said, John Cho was he is Spike basically. I like as soon as he popped up on screen, I'm like, yeah. Who else could do that? I couldn't yeah. think of anyone else that would be able to be that character. Uh, a lot of the side characters were good. I was a fan of. Uh, I like that they they kept the uh, bounty hunter show. As like the the go between different I things. I, I I enjoyed that too. Yeah. Um. I yeah, that's about okay, that's all fine. the good stuff. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I listed a bunch of stuff too. I'm sure you agree with. Yeah. So let's move on. Now here's the cons. The cons. This is why I had a problem with the show a little bit. The writing. Uh, for me. I did not like the fact that Jet having a family and a kid, it just yeah. very you didn't need a bad story. 
No, in the cartoon, there's an episode they delve into his past. Yeah. And he was not attached. He did have a love of his life, but yeah. he was not married. And it made it more interesting. This to me was just like writers from a, a 90s sitcom that was just like, here's a cliche. It seemed like to me with that, it seemed forced. Yes. You know why? Like a producer or somebody higher up in the production company was like, you know what? We need Jet to have a family. I think he needs to be attached to something. Well, it was a writer's because they used his daughter. I mean, they used his daughter to be kidnapped at the end. And I was like, come on. How would they even know? Like, this just seems so silly. I didn't buy that at all. Yeah. Um, Episode six, which was binary two-step, which is based off uh, brain scratch, um, yes. in the anime is actually one of my favorite episodes. That's when the show lost me. They murdered that episode. Now I would have been fine if they updated it, if they took those core values of that episode and they made yeah. it updated, but they really they tried wandered to... it away with this whole lesbian thing, which I was that dialogue was the worst. Having to watch Faye and some other chick talk about orgasms. Yeah. I was like, this is just bizarre. I, I didn't like it. I didn't find it like sexy. not even for like the reasonings, like you'd like not even for any like weird reasoning, just like the fact bad. that it was just badly bad. written. It was just bad. Like they were like why? given bad dialogue. It wasn't like it wasn't their fault. It was just it seemed like there was like I'm not blaming like the actors. I'm saying the, the writers don't stuff. know what they're doing here. No, like the jet stuff. It seems like there was some decision in the producers or somewhere where someone like tried to force things into the show. I don't know if it was the production company or whoever the like producers of it is. The writers, Mark, the writers. Well, I know, but the writers just do what they're told. Mostly like they they can be changed. The writers, Uh, if they get bad writing, the people and doing the show can change it. It seemed like they were like trying to shoehorn things in to make it like modern, if you will. Like they're like, Oh, well, jet would have had a family. Let's bring that into the show. I would Faye's a lesbian. Let's make her a lesbian and I have would her say, have a relationship with some random person who means nothing to anything with the show. The writing was very westernized to the yeah. point of kind of silliness. And it was just kind of like, like they tried day. too hard to like, I don't know. It was like westernize it. It, it, what it seemed like it was like somebody from Hollywood got a hold of something from Japan. And this is exactly what happened and decided that they had to make it fit into like a Hollywood type show. Yes. It doesn't need to be that. Like there was no. Yeah. Like you could have done the cowboy bebop in a whole different way. And it would be amazing if they had just stayed with the themes of the, the anime. And if they kept everyone the way that they were in the anime, you would have been golden. You would have five seasons. If they stuck with the themes and updated them and actually like said, well, the, the, the writing in the anime was very creative. Let's be creative too. But they just went back to these old cliches that really added up to nothing. Um, let's, what like, lost me, the main thing that lost me in the show, the Julia character. Wait, I did not care about her whatsoever. I know. Put a pin in that. We were going to say, before I get into the Julia, because that's a big conversation for me. Um, what, yet again, the writers were like, hey, Vicious has a name, an adjective name. 
let's give Spike Fearless. His name was never Fearless. Spike no. was always his name. It was yes. stupid. So you're telling me everybody from the syndicate has adjectives for names? That's yes. the stupidest thing I ever fucking heard. Yeah. Like, like his name is Spike. There was yeah. no reason to give him that other name. Yeah. I thought that was so weird. And yeah. un, it just, you didn't need it. I don't know. Didn't, didn't need it. It was um, very strange. I did the actor who played Vicious. He he to me his faces at the end were just comical. I was never scared by him. The original Vicious does not show up very much, and when he does, he's a very he's a like Darth Vader. He, yeah. he, he has power. This yeah. Vicious just became this whiny, like, whiny brat. Yeah, I hate to like say the whole it. thing with him and his dad being the leader of the syndicate. All right, so yeah, vicious. He yeah, whiny, kind of bratty. He didn't near the end. I didn't find him to be that intimidating. No, I, like I was saying, is like the whole thing with him and his dad was just like unneeded. Yeah, it kind of was. I agree with you there. But again, again, westernized. It was westernized. Forced westernization into the show. Um, here we go. The ending, which is the real folk blues part one and two, which is an epic ending to any series. The anime, the, the creator of the anime said, this is it. We're ending the show. We're not coming back. This is all yeah. I want to do. And he ended it in such a powerful, meaningful, sad yeah. way um, that like even when I watched the anime and when these actions take place, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. I say, go yeah. see it. I was heartbroken, but it was a great ending. And the fact that they used this te- they use this episode as a template to end season one to yeah. me make no sense i almost felt like that could have been the ending of the whole series when it got to that point you're almost blowing your load so early yeah they pigeonholed themselves into basically ending the series and then like he blew the biggest thing they they i did not like the julie thing turning on spike and spoilers here it made you know why it made no sense because they never foreshadow it once. No. Has she ever said, I want to be the leader of the syndicate to anybody? No. It, it made no sense. sense whatsoever. How did this girl, this timid woman who turned into a mob boss, basically? Right. And she's got vicious, like, uh, like handcuffed. Yeah. All of a sudden. And like, yeah. and she's basically saying, Well, you're an elder now. Nobody sees the elders. And yeah. I will be speaking for you, but I'm like, okay, literally he killed the elders like episodes ago yeah. and he's been walking around and nobody said anything. Yeah. Um, so to me, it made no sense. Yeah. The Julie thing, I didn't like her. I thought they murdered her character. Yeah. It was a bad decision. Um, and her, like that character is just terrible. It was a terrible yeah. casting. Like she hurt the like, actor wasn't good. I didn't think it was that character. good either. It was just bad all around. It was just it, like it wasn't even the spirit of the character it was just not there. Like that was like the one missed like like casting in my opinion. Yeah, it's weird. The biggest miss of all the castings was that yeah. it just didn't make sense. Now, so my final verdict, Mark, and I, I want to know. If and your thing that I disliked before you get into your final verdict, sure, sure, was how they break up the the the. The crew basically at the like, end yeah it was like lame Spike and jet don't like get into a fight yeah and, and wait, it, made, leaves. it made no sense that Faye originally Faye and or, jet yeah were valentine like, yeah Faye, Faye yeah. was they were 
they're like, well, I'll help you. So why yeah. would Faye and Jet split? They should be together because Jet yeah. said, I'll help you find your yeah, family. Who you are. Yeah. Who you are. And that was something they said without Spike in the room. So yeah. they could continue. To, I don't know why she was just like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even know how they would make a season two. With that it, ending. It, like, yeah. Edward and Edward shows up. And, you know, honestly. And it's the thing with him is it, with, that made more no sense to me. And that threw that off with that was that like him and the dog were like intertwined in their story. Near, well, near the end. Yes. In the. Yeah. But how do you so get the, like, He must have found the dog. The dog must have been wandering around. I don't know. That's my thing. It was like there was no like it made no sense. I know. Like was, the reason that they hooked up with Edward was because a, of the dog. Hacker. Well, he's a hacker. And it, they had like a whole story like in the first season of how like he got involved in this. But there was never any like reasoning for it. He just appears kind of. And it was like why? What's well, Edward on? was mentioned throughout this live action series. On yeah, but I mean, like, not like in a way that made sense, like not in a way to connect him to the story. Really, it, it didn't was, like, make it any just, sense. And I, I like, would have they been found fine. him, whereas he found them in the show, which kind of ruins the whole thing of yet, him. Yet again, I feel like the writers don't know what they're doing with these characters. Also, Edward, I would have been fine if they never brought Edward into the show. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of gets on my nerves sometimes he's well, not yeah. my favorite character yeah, yeah. He, he's great in small doses now he doesn't show up in the anime until like a halfway through yeah so it's not that big of a deal yeah. but i don't know man i was kind of disappointed i love some aspects of it i didn't like some aspects of it it doesn't bother me it got canceled at all and i I'm think not, like i'm I don't, not disappointed like, by that i'm just not like it's been a while since i've saw like i tried rewatching the whole anime again never got through it this like the third like a bunch of times i've seen it but i always thought radical edward was a girl there's an episode where you meet edward's dad and the dad says my son oh, that's right. Right. Okay. and then but then he goes or could be a girl and yeah. they make it ambiguous yeah constantly edward's being called yeah a boy or a girl yeah. depending on who the person is yeah so I thought it was a girl. Then the whole episode when you meet Edward's father and you find out That's what true. happened. I do remember that now. Yeah. He says, my son. But then he goes, but I could be, I could miss, I, maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. It yeah. was like a whole running joke. Yeah. Running yeah. joke. But I think like it was just, I don't know. The whole show just seemed like they started off with the best of intentions and it just didn't work out. I will say that first episode, it's interesting. That's the, the first episode you, they introduce you to uh, Faye. Yeah. But then you don't see her again till like episode three or four, which yeah. is very weird. But that episode is the strongest one out of all of them. Yeah. Because they're copying the show at the yeah. anime. And then the rest, they're like remixing plot lines, but they're not doing a very good job of it. Yeah. Um, my final verdict, Mark, I will say we had a westernized cowboy bebop, but it went by a different name. It was Firefly. Yes. I, I hate the, that the entire time I'm watching the anime going, we, Josh Whedon gave us the westernized version of this and it's called yes. Firefly and it was an original idea. Yeah. And they had elements just like Cowboy Bebop where they brought in different elements of different genres yeah. and made yeah. it their own. And it's original. It's fun. Um, 
so if they had just turned, if they had made Cowboy, if they had made Firefly, instead of them being like, uh, if they had made them bounty hunters and made more of a bounty hunter show with Firefly, it had been on for more than one season. Well, yeah, all I'm saying is I think Firefly, if, if you want to see a live action Cowboy Bebop, that's original idea, it's Firefly yeah. in my book. Like Firefly is. I mean, we can everything. We can, you can you can guarantee right now that space westerns sell. Like Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, is the best space western in the world. Well, right because now. it has a, an IP behind it. So, but I'm saying even the, the story itself, the yes, like I know bounty hunter, like western bounty hunters, space story. Yeah. It's a selling point. Like I, I'm all into it. Like I. Yeah. So, Cowboy Bebop, the anime, I give it a ten. The live action show, I give it. I would give it a six, but I give it a seven because it made me watch the anime. So I gave yeah. it an extra point because it motivated me to do such a thing. I'm the same. I give it about a seven. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst, but interpretation it the I've ever seen. It wasn't the best. It was yeah. just the middle of the road. I think if they'd gotten a second season, it could have. Uh, they would really had things. to get, get new writers in there that really. But I don't know how they could have, like you said earlier, I don't know how you would like the story they wrote. Really, there was no. Like, I don't know how you would continue that. There was no like junction points that led you to. It was a like, bad ending. Would, would right? Spike and Julia end up fighting each other? Like, would he end up having to kill her? I mean, in the anime, Julie uh, does. I mean, I'm not going to say anything about the anime, but anyway, yeah. still, yes. Now you're going to make Spike and Julie be yeah. at, 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 at odds. And yeah. it didn't make any sense that she was like, you, you left me there. And he was just like, well, he told me that you wanted you to wanted be with to, him. Yeah. So what do you want from me? And yeah, like, how am I like, supposed to like, <laughs> know what's going on? So why would and then, by the way, he tried killing me. So I was dead. So it makes no sense. So she shoots Spike, but not yeah. vicious. The man yeah. who's been... Abusing, abusing her this her entire time so it was like yeah. it was like a weird made no sense like i like I how would... to say it in a nice way but like a positive like abuse story it was like a like a promoting abuse like oh if you abuse somebody long enough they'll just decide to side with you and just lock you up instead of taking you out taking you out which made no sense she should have shot him Yes. It, no, like, yeah, exactly. it, it made no sense. Like the guy that you had a connection with and you were in love with, he had no idea. So give him the benefit no of the out. doubt. And you were yeah. and been and even longing for him this yeah. whole show. Right. So you take him out. You shoot him so out of a window. On, on a, like inst like a whim. And like the other thing that wasn't I didn't understand, which I don't remember from the anime, was the whole like bartender. Like club owner story that they intertwined into it. There is none. Yeah, I didn't think so. And like try to make them like freedom fighter kind of things. Well, try to Casablanca a little. They bit. changed. Okay, the uh, the girl from Law and Order. Yeah, that is Francis Spike. That's the shop owner in the anime. That's who. That's like, okay, to be. that's what I thought. Who, who okay. ends, yeah, she's the shop owner. Gotcha. Then the bartender who is um uh. I think a, a gay, uh, gay guy or trans, yes. uh, transgender. Yes. Yeah. They ruined that. That was a great episode too. 
that's yeah. the one you meet. There's a um a comrade of Vicious, and they yeah, isn't that the guy? Yeah, they the saxophone the player, together. the whole saxophone you, player story. Yes, that's where Julia finds him. Doesn't Julia like take off and find him? And that's yes. like the whole thing. They re- they, they yeah. really could have done that story, and it would have been of modern times. Yeah, I mean, come on, the world we live in, that would have been a great story yeah. to tell. Yeah, but no, they just hey, we'll give you the bartender job. Yeah, that's a great character. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just they they I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, they made some weird choices. Very weird. And I don't know where they like the choices were determined, or if it was the showrunner or whoever to, to push well, these. The only along. it's the showrunner and the writers. They yeah. they're the ones. I'm not saying, but someone had to push these ideas along. So it's just kind of crazy that they went in this direction. And that I know nobody was like, you know, there's like a whole really good story sitting here that we could use. Yeah, you can modernize it. And it have to do work. much. Just tweak yeah. little things here and there. I don't need to go full other direction. Right. Um. So I think, um, other than that, Mark, that was Vox Machina. We have to talk about Vox Machina. Yes. Uh, last I fi- three episodes. I, I watched the last three this morning. Um. Man, oh man. <laughs> man. I don't want to ruin it. People go watch it. Yes. It's a great show. I mean, I know we ruin a lot of things. We're going to ruin the Peacemaker, but yeah, for this, I feel like... They're quick enough that you can get through them. There's yeah. literally three weeks, 20 minutes each. It's going to set up season two. It's really um, simple, quick watches. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, And yeah. it's made me want to get back into D&D again. Which it sounds like we might be. Yeah, which I'm excited about. Because yeah. that's like, which is like, this has been like the, the other, like, great thing i saw online from watching the reviews of this and reading up on the reviews of the show is it's been a month-long ad for dungeon dragons the show oh yeah definitely like, this is how awesome dungeon dragons can be you could do this if you play with your friends yeah and we've done that we've had yeah. those moments no i know yeah so it's great it's like all the different things it's really cool yeah so. and i i mean it'll be fun since we we've gotten ourselves to go over our friend jeremy's house yeah. And just play down there. And that yeah. would be fun just to play some one offs. And yeah. Um, yeah. And I know Bobby, don't, I know Bobby's listening, our friend Bobby, but yes. the only thing I could say is I cannot predict what I'm doing that so far away. Yes. Exactly. And if, the, if the weather's nice, I will want to be outside. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not exactly. going to want to be yeah. playing DD. Yeah. So I can't make any plans that far away. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't, I'd even be like, I know we're talking about playing, like you were just saying, playing again. I'd be fine with um, rolling new characters and making this a yes. whole separate campaign. Yes, so, I think that's what John wants to do. He just I think to... I want to be a barbarian. Yeah. I want to rage and I want to like just slice things up constantly. I want to be grog. I want to just beat things up. That I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd do that. Um, I know I played the rogue last time and it was fun being schmarmy and sneaky and coursing weird things that happen. You want to play something different. I want to just beat things up. I want to yeah. just hack and slash. I want to, I want to know much. Like I don't want to need, I don't want to be a brain. I don't want to know anything. I just want to be the, the muscle. Yeah. I, I think that's what John was saying. We're just like a new campaign. Yeah. We can finish the other one when we yeah. get to it. You cannot be anything that involves spells because you're terrible at it. I don't. Yeah. I, well, I didn't know what being a wizard entailed. <laughs> I don't want to be a wizard anymore. <laughs> Thank so. God. 
We're I'm thinking we need bard. to have someone that has some kind of spells of some sort. So. I know. I'm going to be a bard, probably. That's you really need a cleric, I think. That's like your main thing. You need like a healer. Yeah, I could be that too, actually. Yeah. That, I actually. And you are very good with the religious characters. You play really good religious oh, yes. people. That one game we're playing. Jeez, I'm a, I play the church. What do you want from me? Um, uh, so anyway, Vox, I give it, the show was, uh, for me it was a ten. The whole the, the, a ten. Oh, ten. It was great. Like right. I like ten literally left. was watching the last episode. I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. This is the last one. When is the next one coming? But then did you see? I mean, that the final shot. That'd be dragons. Yes, I was just like, yes, it's a huge story. I guess in the critical role. My sister, Kylie, who also listens to the show, is very mad that we even brought her in to talk about the show. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know this was the final one. I didn't know this was the final one. And I wasn't planning. And she's off today, too. So I don't know if she would have time today. But I want to bring her in and have her come and talk about Critical Role at all. As a a whole. It was a show just about Critical Role because there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. We don't have time to really delve into it. Because there's like a whole universe that I don't really know anything about. Yeah. And I know you kind of are into it a little bit. I used to listen to them a long time ago. Yeah. My sister and brother are big into it. And I know other people are like, it's a huge yeah. thing. And this is all from them. Like this is the show is all they're, they're doing and all that. So I kind of want to like bring her in and have her talk about that whole thing and kind of be like a, like intro to critical role show maybe. Yeah. Yeah. To bring like bring people into it. Cause I know we got her into Dungeons and Dragons kind of roundaboutly yeah we did so i think that'd be cool to have her come back and i remember we we had met ryan on the podcast way back when yes he didn't even know what he john we started playing dungeons and dragons and he told matt ryan matt ryan didn't know what dungeons and dragons was yeah there's a whole episode where Matt Ryan yeah. is like, what are you talking about? Learns about Dungeons and Dragons. And then he became a huge Dungeons and Dragons guy. Yeah, but him and... Um, 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 Francia. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, I want to call oh. him Willie. Um, Will, no. Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, but I can't say his name. Sisniak. Yes. They yeah. were both on the Wally. show. Wally. And John was explaining. I, he he stories. said the weird name and it threw me off. I know. I was My like, brain really? wasn't connecting. I was like, what? I don't know who that person is. Um, and John, I remember explaining to Matt, yeah, you tell a story. And they were just kind of like, what? And yeah. it was like, I remember that them not knowing anything about Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. And right. Then he started doing it. Yeah. And then Kylie started playing with him. And then yeah. she came. Now she's hardcore. She DMs. She has all this stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we should definitely have her on when we have a yes. slow week. Yes, which we'll find randomly. Eventually. But we yes. will make room for her. Yes. There's going to be time coming up soon. There's no, there's not a lot going on the next month or so yeah. besides Batman. Next week, we'll be talking about Foo Fighters. Yes. Studio, Studio 666. We're, we're, on Thursday. we're seeing Thursday. And the following week, we'll, we'll be seeing Batman. Yes. Um, but probably and after that. It should be maybe. quiet for a couple weeks until moon night so right yeah so we'll, we'll fit it we'll in fit, there we'll fit it in after about if it fits our schedule we'll figure out a time that works with her um but, peacemaker yes. but ended peacemaker anyways ended. box machina yeah i gave it a 10 as well all right i thought it was I, fantastic uh the acting and everything was great in it it and like i was saying the thing with critical role i know it's based off critical role stuff 
And there's a part of me that wants to get into Critical Role. It's a lot. I know, but wants to like listen to the story that they just did and see the differences to what their gameplay was and then what the story ended up being. But then I don't want to then get into more of Critical Role because the show is so good that I don't want to know what the next story is. Right. Because I heard that it's going to be based off, well, I'm everything's based off their campaigns. Yeah. I want to listen to this campaign by accident and then know everything that's going to happen in the show. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> their sessions are very long. Yes. And it's a very long podcast. Like, yeah. I like started... six to eight hours, I've heard, like, long. Yeah, it's long. I mean, yeah. they put it out in chunks, like an hour, two hour chunks yeah. on a podcast. And it, it it's like you have to find two hours to listen to it yes. while you're doing something yeah. that you can focus on what they're saying. Because at times you can be like, what? Wait, what? What just happened? I, I yeah. don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to take in. Yeah. Also, they started that podcast slash video cast before there was so much more content now well the thing is i think that this one that they just did is not a video there wasn't a video one of this i think this was their first like okay podcast one okay i know from i'll be corrected by people my sister and other people will correct me but i think this one they never did video for there was only audio the briarwood arc story i don't think there ever was like a full well when you start driving back to work you could listen to it on your car ride yeah but then i want to keep listening that's the the downfall of it yeah but i'll give you something to listen to in the car yeah but then i want it like i'm saying i want to keep listening after i got to work oh well if no one's there you could listen to it at work while you're working yeah i listen to podcasts at work when no one's around all the time yeah it's a possibility yeah why not we'll see What's but I'm, the, my more online is I don't want to know what's going to happen. I right. hear you. I hear you. You don't want to. I get you. I get you. I'd rather be surprised and enjoy it that way. And then I agree with go you. Go back after the fact and yes. watch the. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about that finale of Peacemaker. Spoiler alert, because we're going to spoil the shit out of this. Yes. Uh, yet for me, I'm going to come right out of the gate and say this show was a 10. I loved it. This finale was. I loved it. It to me. Uh, just shows that the issues with the DC universe isn't the characters. It's the writing. The writing is bad. It's always been the writing. Come on. We know but they that. made bad choices in the people that wrote the stuff. But James Gunn pulled it off. I he mean, he killed it. It was a. He I, made I, me care about a character that I shouldn't care about. Right. Which is why he did the Guardians of the Galaxy as well. He made me care about all the characters in this yeah. show. He invented a world that I actually want to be a part of. Like, I actually right. want to get into. Like, if, to be honest with you, if James Gunn was the DCU guy now. He's not going to do that. But I'm now. saying, but if he were to have done Justice League, I would probably be a DC guy. Yeah, I don't think, see, I think James Gunn likes the underdog heroes, the heroes. No, I understand that, but I'm saying just the way that he writes and the way he wrote this show. I agree with you. Um, Like, if he had wrote that whole story between Batman and Superman, I would have actually cared what the result was. It probably would have been better. As opposed to what it ended up being. Yeah. But let's not dwell on the past. Let's let's talk about what we saw. And what we saw, I thought, was uh, a very... A great ending 
It gives you something for season two, which has already been announced. It's going to be yes. happening. Um, the they had some great character arcs. They had some great call callbacks to Die Beard that they came back up again, and how he admitted that he dyed his beard when he was pretending to be yeah. a butterfly, which was really funny. Um, dude, that fight scene with John Cena when they all came in there. Guns blazing. That yeah. fight scene was really fucking good. Yeah, I mean, it was top notch for a television show. Yeah, I mean, it also does like looking at it with a critical eye. It does also like hit the tropey things a lot. It like relies on the tropes. Sometimes yeah, a little too much. You can hit the tropes as long like as the him and his dad stuff sometimes gets kind of like okay, we get it. Just you don't need to like. We're gonna get into spoiler stuff. Like we don't need to have his dad as a ghost now, in his head. Well, that's the thing. He is dealing with the fact that he did kill his dad, and yeah. now his dad is haunting him. It's yeah, all it's like, all mental. It's the whole season, another season of his dad, and like being in his head. Because that that's don't know if really, I need that. And that, like, but we haven't seen it. We can't judge that we haven't seen yet. But what I'm saying is. His dad has been in his head this whole time. Yeah. So he and the needs fact he kept off alive. I don't know if I need like that story to continue. I don't think I think the storyline's dead, but Goff, that was cool. He kept him alive because he kept him in the jar and was the only good one. So well, supposedly. Yeah. Possibly. Um, I mean, from what we were told, he was. So yeah. he came in peace. Uh I I, I thought that was it, it showed humanity. For um, Chris's yeah. character, um, and there's a change there where he probably yeah. would have killed it. I I think I, I get to see a lot of I could see the other side of people's complaining and things. That's all I could see. There's some things that I was like, all right, yeah, okay, like the whole like Waller's daughter trying to blow the lid off of Task Force X. It's a little too. Well, that that's awesome. Like baseball stuff. It's like, oh, right, we don't need this whole story. Like, so then now what is Chris gonna like? He still has a bomb in his head. Like Waller could just blow his head up at any moment. But he's not. But she's not. We know. She's but I'm not. saying. So it's like it just doesn't make like but that part changes, can't make no sense. It's like so it, now it, you're gonna fight like a season two hit him fighting against Test Works X because that just makes no sense. Like I don't understand like where that story would go in a we way don't that we don't know until we see it. I'm just know, saying, Mark. that's all I'm saying. It's like that was my only downside. And I, I think there, the you can only do Task Force X so many times. So if now it's exposed. Well, they're making a second there? movie. No, they're making a sequel to Peacemaker. Well, they're making that's a second movie. Suicide Squad movie, too. It hasn't been announced yet. Well, it's pretty much guaranteed. the show's been announced. The show's which, been announced. The show will probably come out before we get in uh, Suicide Squad, know. too. We'll see. But yeah, it just, I don't know. That was my only thing I was not happy about with the finale. But everything else was really good. Right. I am not happy right now. Well, no, it's just that was my only like thing I wasn't a fan of. I'm going to story. It was like, it just didn't make sense story wise to me. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how he gets himself out of it. That's all I got to say. Like how he writes his way out of it. I'm sure it'll be fine. We don't know until we see it. I I can't. I can't. But if we're going to be critical of, Cowboy Bebop for writing issues. I'm going to be critical of Peacemaker writing issues. Uh, but opinion. Cowboy Bebop had 
issues the whole show. Well, no, I'm just saying, it, if we're going to be critical, we're going to be critical things. all the way around. Just, just because I like the show doesn't mean I'm not going to I hear you. Pick I on some, you. Talk about something that I didn't think made sense. That's fine. I get you. Um, I respectfully don't agree with you, but that's fine. Because <laughs> you like everything. No, I, I mean, I'm fine with those choices. I'm fine with them. I didn't. I don't really have anything major to criticize about. I didn't I say it was like a major criticism. I'm just saying it just to me. I was like, okay, if he's he was sent on this mission by Waller. It's all her people were in this crew. Like no. she built this. It wasn't she sent. built this crew. No. Waller put Murr with these two that were the, the hardcore and Akanis and her daughter and yes. Peacemaker were all put together into this crew to go after the butterflies. No, but don't forget the guy running the show was actually was actually a butterfly. I know, but Waller didn't know that. Exactly. So there was a, a dub, there was a, another mission happening where Waller I had no I idea. I know what I'm saying, but she put that group together and put this Peacemaker mission into action. So her daughter now decides to go against this. Yeah. What keeps Waller from just pressing the button and blowing Peacemaker up? We'll find out. Maybe they'll take it out. That's a, well, how you can't. There's a failsafe on it. They talked about this in Suicide Squad. I don't know, Mark. All right, let's not dwell on something we haven't seen yet. That was the only thing to me that like they painted right. themselves into a corner with. That's fine. We'll we'll see how it pans out. But the episode itself, let's talk about the uh, cameo, which was great when when they're talking to Waller and she says Justice League, and then they show up late, and the yes. best lines like without Batman, by the way, huh? Without Batman, Superman, Batman, Aquaman, there's no Batman. Yes, all four of them. No, there was no Batman. It was Superman, Aquaman, Flash, Wonder Woman. I I think Batman was. I think no, there was no Batman. I thought they were all there. The whole Justice League. Just the four of them were there. It doesn't matter. I don't. I'm just saying that was my one thing I noticed that there was no Batman. But um, only actual Aquaman and Flash were there. Yeah, they have the little quip back. The fish fucker. Thanks for being late. Yeah, which was great. And he's like, "Hey, it's only a rumor." He's like, "What is it?" Yeah, uh, he's like, "Fuck you, Barry." Yeah. Um, I thought that was great, dude. I thought that cameo was perfect. It's all you needed. Yeah. Um, it actually made those characters enjoyable. Yes. Um, it just shows again that the writing on their movies are terrible or have been terrible so far. Yeah. Oh man, you didn't really care about them before. Now you actually, and out of one scene, you're like, "Oh, imagine if they were." normal people and not so weird acting i'm excited to see what this flash movie is going to be because i'm excited to see michael keaton as batman again yeah well i want to see what that's all about we'll see what happens Um, remember it's not gun writing this it's someone else so who knows yeah i know but i'm still interested (laughs) to see what they do so it's not somebody that marvel made into it or that someone was actually good before with a marvel property it's an out their own person again so we'll see what happens um i thought um it was like i don't know the show was just great i'm excited for season two it was probably it was the most in demand streaming show uh the beginning of the year um Mm. it did very well for hbo so i'm excited to see what peacemaker season two brings us i think john cena did a fantastic job i think it's like the, the role he was born to play yeah, he nailed it. He nailed a huge it. Douche. 
It's the role he was born to play. Yeah. John Cena is an awesome guy. He is. Went um, to Springfield College. Did he go to Springfield College? You're just he making did. that up. No, he did. I'm going to Google he's from it. Massachusetts. He's from North. He's from. Uh, I'm going to Google it. Yeah. What, what's his real name? John, is John, John Cena. Cena. No. <laughs> yes. Is that, isn't that his wrestler name? No. He's even said there's no way Eddie, I, I would make up John Cena as, my, as, a, as a name for a character. So where did you say he went to school? College or high school? Springfield College. He played football at Springfield College. He went to the same time my uh, cousin Jimmy went there around that same time. Okay, here we go. In an early age, Cena showed a passion for sports and working out. By the time he was 15, he was a regular gym rat. And after graduating high school, Cena headed off to Springfield College in, in Massachusetts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. But, yeah. If, if there was one person that would make me ever watch wrestling, it would be see John Cena wrestle because... I could care less about wrestling, but he makes me care like um, the, about wrestling. The funny thing about this, the, the, uh, he's basically the same person on, in wrestling, not as dumb acting and not as weird, but like that, like, yes, arrogant that aura around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even the arrogance, but just like that aura of like him just being a normal guy outside of him being peacemaker like when he's just in the trailer just hanging out just being himself listening to 80s rock like that kind of guy he's that's his basically is he just walks around in jorts and t-shirts and wrestles jorts yeah he wears jean shorts i love me some jorts i had a pair i couldn't i couldn't pull it off who didn't in the 90s i'm talking about now oh yeah no (laughs) No. Yes, you do have a pair. I remember you wearing them before. Yes. Once, once, yeah. So yeah. Um, but no. So I mean, he's basically that's him. It's just John Cena. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is uh, definitely. I give this show a ten overall. It was one of my favorite shows. I look forward to it every week. I literally look forward to every show Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Now I have nothing. Yes. Now we're waiting until Moon Knight. Yes. What do you What do you give the show overall, Mark? Uh, overall, I give it a, a, a on its own scale. I'll give it a ten. And it's against scale? everything else. Well, like against all the shows that have been out lately. Oh, I'd that's a good give question. It a nine. What was your favorite show out of the three? Out of the three we were watching weekly, what was your favorite? Book of Boba Fett. Okay, for me. Well, it's because I'm a Star Wars guy. I mean, that's it, it, Well, it, so am I. But yeah, but I, I really I, I like. Peacemaker more, just slightly yeah. more. But I like both of them. I, I, I mean, it's weird. It's hard. You can't like really. They're all three different genres. Yeah, technically. So it's like you can't like. For me, I look forward to Peacemaker just slightly more, but Book Above Effect was right there behind it, and then Vox was always like second or third. Well, Vox was a different. It's a cartoon, so it's kind of more of just an enjoyment thing. Yeah. I was actually like, once they brought in the Cad Bane story and everything and all that with Book of Boba Fett. Once Book of Boba Fett brought in Mandalorian, my excitement level went up. Yeah. Yeah. Like tremendously. Yeah. You know, or Peacemaker. Well, it made me think like, because it like, Book of Boba Fett to me was 
me as a kid just playing with my toys like oh i want to bring boba fett also bring like the toys i've bought they're all in the same world but don't ever see right. each other right boba fett mandalorian cad bane random other people and just play with all the toys in one make your own story kind of thing yeah. that's what it was to me and we got obi-wan in may i'm excited to see what the hell oh, they do man there. i just hope they can do it i'm hoping they can pull it off i saw a, a something on facebook that someone had posted where someone explained was explaining to somebody why obi-wan calls himself ben and it was honestly, if I could find it, I'll send it to you. But it was honestly the best explanation I've ever seen of the reasoning behind why he thinks Obi-Wan calls himself Ben. There's a line in New Hope where um, Ben was talking to Luke and he's like asking about who Obi-Wan was. Yeah. He's like, Obi-Wan died around the same time your father died. Yes. Yeah. And the whole like theory that this person came up with is that to Obi-Wan, when Anakin turned to the dark side, not only did Anakin die when he's on that move when they're on uh, Mustafar fighting and he's like yelling at him and he's like, you were the one you were like supposed to be the one that saves us and does everything. Yeah. Like not only did Anakin die on that planet after that fight in Obi-Wan's mind, so did he. And that's why he started to change his name to Ben. So that way, like, because in his mind, like, he died as well at that planet. Like, well, his failed, brother, yeah, yeah, he failed his brother. He feels like he couldn't be that person anymore. And it made me think, like, as I was reading this, I'm like, oh my gosh, if they were to take this concept and make this show into that concept, like, how, like, this story is the story of Obi-Wan dealing with the consequences of uh revenge of the sith yeah yeah and him dealing with that loss of losing his brother basically to the dark side and him failing and the whole jedi order falling it's going to be a it would be an amazing show they said there's going to be two lightsaber fights between him and darth vader yeah which that's, yeah, I mean, I, part of me is like, I don't even want to know. Don't tell me that. Well, if the thing it's is, true, too, is I don't know if like, and I saw that, and I'm like, I could be a be actual physical. Like, I know physical fights, as in they film them, but I mean, like, will they be like story, like in the story canon fights, or will they be in Obi Wan's like mind, like a Jedi thing, like with Luke when he fought Darth Vader and Dagobah would end up being his own face in the mask. I, I mean, I think like that kind of thing would be like a force like, like projection. I think there's going to be, be like a real action. physical fight. I mean, but I also think it could be a rumor because how would anybody know? They're really top secret. Well, because it'd also be too, because I do say like, because Darth Vader does says last time we fought, I was but a learner, but now I'm the teacher. And yeah. like, so that would mean like they've fought since Mustafar. That would like the whole shtick of new hope was that they hadn't seen each other since then right and he's like i thought you were dead this whole time and now i'm going to be the one that kills you and that's what the whole it would kind of change that story i think 
it's tough when you have something so old and then you're building around it. Yeah. Things change. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. You're right. You make a good point, Mark. Yeah. Uh, but we I'm, excited. Right. I'm excited for that. Excited for yeah. Moon Knight. Excited for Studio 666 this Thursday. This Thursday, we will be have you heard the Have you heard Monday. the songs they've released of them as the death metal band? No, I nothing. Oh my gosh. Nothing. I have to admit, I'm excited to see this. Yeah, it, I, I want to know really nothing. Funny. I'm good. very, uh, yeah, very excited for this movie. I, like I said to Rocky, no more trailers for anything. I'm already got the trailer. trailer. They actually released music. But what's the name of the band? Is there a death metal funny. band? I know, but what's the name? I don't remember. Okay. So once I watch the movie, then I'll know. Yeah. I don't want to be ruined. I don't want to be spoiled. It's not a spoiler. It's just the basis of the story. I know. They actually I know. say what the story is. The whole shtick of the, the movie is that I know. they're going to record their new album, but they go to a place that... I know. I know. I know. I saw this death trailer. metal band was recording a song, and every person oh who's God. come and recorded there I know, Mark. Died. Stop telling me. You're ruining... I, I just don't want... I just... I want to go in fresh. <laughs> fresh. We'll talk about it next week. Oh my All God. right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Like us. Follow us. See us this Sunday. East of the River Comics yes. and Collectible Show from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. 9 a.m. is early bird. 10 a.m. is normal in, uh, admission for a dollar. Um, yeah. I will be selling stuff. You will be greeting people at the door. Yes. If the you voucher. mention the show, you'll you'll get in for a dollar. That's a deal. Yeah. After 10 a.m. Yeah. Mention the mention show. Mention the show and you'll get in for a buck. A buck. That's the deal I give to you guys. You are amazing, Mark. Hey. That is so That's kind. The best I could do. It's the best so I could kind do. of you to do such a thing. I know. I, I I thought about it and I worked it around it and I was gonna just I was gonna let everyone in for free, but I decided no. Scott's putting on the show. We gotta I make. I should at least charge people a buck. Yeah, and they so. get the discount of a dollar of paying yeah. a dollar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Yeah. So after ten a.m., everyone gets in for a dollar. Yay! Yeah. You heard you're it welcome. here first, folks. You're welcome. This is the first announcement of the whole yep. evening. All right. Like us, follow us. We'll see you guys next yes. week. We'll be talking about the new Foo Fighters album, uh, movie. Yes. Studio and then Six previewing Six. Batman. Yes. Comes out the fourth. So it's all going to be happening soon. So everyone, as always, be kind, be safe, be good.